Guys, we're at the bottom of the Gimel on the bed. You know, we've had a series of uh, statements of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. So, uh, we're up to another one. Now we're in Dalad Manalaf. Lod ve'ono ve'geach harashim bukavod chomam imod Yeshua binun havu. The cities of Lod, Ono, and Geach Harashim were all uh, surrounded by walls of Tav Yeshua Binun. Okay? Uh, and that's all I'm that's all I'm saying. Gemara says, Vahani Yoshua Banani. Is it true that Yoshua really be, build these cities? Alpha Alpha El Banane. But Alpha El is recorded as having built those cities. That was much later. Who bana et ono vet lod uvnotev? So it says that the sons of Alphael were Avram, Misham, and Shemer. He, meaning Alphael, built ono lod and bnotev, means it's sons, but it doesn't mean it's sons, it means like the uh, satellite cities. And therefore it wasn't, uh, so that was much later, that wasn't at the time of Yushua Minun. Mar says, according to that reasoning though, Asa banani, according to that, you could say that Asa. Uh, builds the cities again because from Divrei Yamin Bet where it says Yivayiven should say Arei Misuda Biyuda it says here that Asa built it but they're talking about Asa that he built these uh, fortified cities in Yehuda so what's going on here so did he did, was Lord and Ono and Harishim were they uh, walled from the time of Yeshua or not where it says Amar Belazar Hani Mukavod Chomami Mojujub Binun Habu they really were surrounded by the time at the time of Yeshua Binun. Uh, they were destroyed at the time of Pilagis Begiva. That story in Sefer Shoftim. And Alpha'el came along and he sort of rebuilt them. And then Hadr inbold and they fell down again. And Asa came along and made a shiputz, right? It's a modern Hebrew word, shiputz is to make a renovations. So he renovated it. Daikanam, you can infer this as well. It says, he says to Yehuda, let's build these cities. This implies that they were originally cities, and he's just sort of rebuilding them. So in fact, we learn from there. Okay, so that's a point about these different cities. Interesting to note, uh, I was curious about uh, you know, the other cities, uh, Ono and Gerich Harshim, and I don't, think we ha- I don't know if we have uh, modern cities, but Lod we have, you know, that's where the airport is, it's in Lod. And uh, I was looking online, I provided you a safe, in fact, a Paskin, that uh, in Lod they should keep two days apart, the 14th and the 15th, at a Sunday, because there's a little bit of question whether, whether modern day Lod is actually the old Lod that's having the Mishnah. He felt it was uh, sufficient, uh, sufficient to, uh, to warrant uh, observing two days of uh, Purim, which I thought was interesting. Okay, that was that statement of Abishob Malevi. New one. Ve'amar Abishob Malevi. Nashim chayavob imikram migila sha'af hen ayu botones. Very, very famous line. Comes up several times in Shaz. Abishob Malevi says, women are obligated to make a migila because they too were part of that miracle. What does it mean that they were also part of the miracle? It says on Machlokan between Rashi and the Rashbam in the Tosvot. Rashi basically says, Avinim botones means they also were included, meaning they were also saved. Okay, like they want to, you know, men were saved, women were saved. So if we're, if we're commemorating a miracle, there's no reason women uh, should be commemorated less because they were also part of it. The Rashbam, quoted in Dosa, says, no, Avnim Badonais means they were integral to the miracle. They were integral. And it goes through each holiday, each uh, holiday where we have this. We have this by Purim, we have this by, by Pesach. Uh, and by Hanukkah, right? So all those situations where women play the uh, particular role, obviously when it comes to Borum, it's Esther who plays the primary role, and that's the idea there. Tosus disagrees with that, has some questions about that, but nonetheless, that's the opinion uh, over there. Okay, new statement. 
Uh, if Purim falls out on Saturday, meaning we're talking about Yud now, what you do on that day is since we're not observing the, the, the mitzvah of the Purim, we talked about that already in the Mishnah, uh, we will uh, or ask and be doresh the ideas of the day, meaning we uh, give shiurim, essentially, learn the halachot of the day. What's so special about Purim there? That's true basically for any Yom Tov. Titania, as we learned in the Brighton, this actually is the Brighton that closes Masachat Megillah as well. So when we get to the end of the Masachat, Bezat Hashem, in a few months, we'll have to look back and say, oh yeah, this is Daftal, doesn't we know this already? It says, uh, Moshe already established for B'nai Israel that they should ask questions and make drashot, and they should learn the halachot about the day itself. Hilchot Pesach by Pesach, Hilchot Atzeret by Atzeret, Hilchot Chag by Chag. Okay, so all the different halachot, different, different holidays, Pesach, Atzeret, Shavuot, and Sukkot, you have to learn the halachot of the relevant uh, holiday. So what's so special that Rabbi Malevi says, oh, by the way, if Purim falls on on Saturday, on Shabbat, you should learn the halachot of Purim. He says, no, Purim is Tarikhale. You know, I need to tell you something specifically about Purim. Mao Dutema, what might you have thought? Nigzor Mishum de Rabba. We should make a Xerah because of Rabba. What's Rabba? So Rashi explains the thing here, uh, and if he doesn't, I'll tell you. Yeah, Rashi says, Rabbah has the famous drasha about how there's certain times when the, when the holiday falls on the Shabbat, we don't perform a certain mitzvah. So for example, shofar. If uh, Rosh Hashanah falls on the Shabbat, we don't blow the shofar. That's Rabbah's gzerah. If uh, Sukkot falls out on, uh, on Shabbat, which would be the same year that Rosh Hashanah would, uh, then also we don't take uh, the lulav. And the same thing is true for Megillah. Right? The idea is, the concern there is, maybe you'll... Uh, Carry the particular item of the mitzvah in the Rashid Rabim to go find someone to teach you how to uh, how to use it properly, and he wants to prevent that possibility of carrying, which is a violation of Shabbat, and everyone does. So you might think when it comes to Purim, if it falls out on uh, Shabbat, don't talk about Purim because that might encourage people to carry the Megillah and think they have to read the Megillah. So Kamash Malan, that's why Rabbi Shurban Levi comes to teach us, no, don't be concerned about that, that's too far. We're not reading the Megillah on Shabbat, but don't be concerned about talking about it and learning the halacha. Fantastic. Next line. V'am Rabbi Shurban Levi. Chayav Adam Likorjana Megillah Balayla V'nashanot Tabayom. Very important halacha. That Rabbi Shurban Levi says, it's a, a person is obligated to read the Megillah at night and to repeat it during the day. Shnemar, as it says, Elokai ekra yomam velotaneh. God, I will call out for you at night. In the daytime, you don't answer. And at nighttime, it's not silent for me. I won't be silent. Meaning we cry out to Hashem both in the nighttime and in the daytime. And in the daytime. And this is something that I think, unfortunately, a lot of people don't really know. Right? I think if you think about, like, what's the attendance in Shul like the night of Purim? The place is bursting, right? Usually the shul's like absolutely full. Everyone comes the whole shul. And then you get to Shabbat, you get to the morning of, uh, the morning of Purim. And it's a much, much smaller uh, crowd. Usually, look, part of that is because, like, the kids aren't there. And some of the women maybe don't come to the early morning of Megillah reading. But even the men, I think, don't always uh, make an effort necessarily. Don't realize that you have to do it. We, we, we even would say that uh, the daytime Megillah reading, if you had to say, would be more important than the nighttime. The, the ikar really is the daytime. And uh, the nighttime one is a little bit less. But okay. Anyhow, so what's the idea here? Savar mina the mikri belayla the mitna matnit and dida biyamama. You might have thought to say that you should read the Megillah at night and learn the Mishnayot uh, during the daytime and learn the Mishnayot during the daytime. Rashi says here Mishnayot shemasach Megillah. Um, you might have thought to say that. 
Amar lahu Rabbi Yirmiya, Rabbi Yirmiya said to them, Vedidi mivrish alimi neid Rabbi Chia bar Abba. It was explained to me by uh, Rabbi Chia bar Abba. Kegon da Amri Inche. Uh, here's the idea, like people say, Evor parsh dada ve'atnaya. Right, I will, uh, meaning people mis, m- m- thought they, mis- they mistook them just the, the, the statement. Rabbi Shemalevi said, you have to read the Megillah night, Vilishanota Bayom, Lishanota. What does Lishanota mean? So they thought maybe Lishanota sounds like the word Mishnah. So maybe they thought, okay, read the Megillah at night and do Mishnah in the daytime. That's what they thought maybe you do. No, so he says, no. That's not what it means. What it means is, like people say, I'll review the Parsha, I'll Parsha the Dad, this Parsha, the Atniyeh, and I will then repeat it. Right, we say you have to do Shnayim Mikra. The Echatargum, right? So two times. So Lishanota can mean sometimes to learn, but also in this context it means to repeat. And that's the idea here that we repeat the reading of the Megillah Danadita. Itmanami, it was also stated, Amr Bichelba, Amr Ulubira, Ulubira said, Chayab Adam, the court of the Megillah Balayla, Vilashanota Bayom. Again, you read it at night also and repeat it during the day. Shnemar just says, Laman is America Chavod, Vilay Dom, Hashem Alokai, Leolam. Odeka, that I will like praise you, God, uh, to your glory, uh, uh, and I will not sleep. Hashem, my God, I will always uh, thank you. If you look at Rashi here, he says, kavod, the last Rashi in the page, he says, kavod, bayom. that seems to indicate daytime. You don't, and I will not sleep. Balayla. Okay, and that's the idea. You do it, uh, Miguel, at two different times. Okay, very briefly, we'll just finish off the Umbun. Uh, so if you look at Rashi here, good point. Look at Rashi. So Rashi says, Right, the context of Mizmor is, we say, I will raise you up, Hashem. Could you raise me up? There's a Midrash that connects that Mizmor uh, Tilim to the story of Purim. Uh, the idea is that they reading the Megillah is the praise of God that we publish as a miracle. Everyone praising God. So there's a Midrashic connection between the Mizrahs. Excellent question. That's the Rashi addresses. Okay. Let's just wrap up the... Uh, the Amun with a re- reference back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah taught us that the villages uh, back up the reading to Yom HaKnisah. explains that the Chachamim were lenient. We saw this a little bit before, right, on the uh, Kfarim, so they could do it earlier, they could read Megillah earlier. Why? So they could provide water and food to their brethren in the cities. So they'd be available. They've already read Megillah, now they can be able to provide. So Gemara says, hold on, we'll just do a couple more lines. Gemara says, Are you saying, is that to say that this is a takanta to, to help the people in the cities? That's the goal of backing up the kfarim? We learned in the Mishnah, uh, or Brita, another Mishnah, kfarim Korim Bobayom. It says that if, the, if, the, if you do Dalai fell out on Monday, we said, right, they're going to back up to Mondays and Thursdays. But if the worm actually fell out on Monday, then the Karim also, along with the big cities, read on that day itself. Being eaten, if it's true that we're always trying to free up the villagers so they can provide food for the people in the cities, they should back it up to the previous Yom Haknisa. 
the previous Monday or Thursday, so that they'll have already heard the Megillah, and now they can be available. Bar says no. Havelahu asara. Now, if you do it that way, then uh, it would end up, I guess, if it, if it fell on a Thursday, if the Yudal fell on a Thursday, backed up to Monday, uh, uh, yeah, backed up, uh, no, if it fell on a Monday, and it backed up to a Thursday, that would end up be, be the 10th of, uh, the 10th of Elul, uh, 10th of Adar, excuse me. Vasara, Lotakin, Rabbanan, and the 10th was not part of the, uh, uh, enactment of the Rabbana. They said, remember, the early two years, the 11th, so that wouldn't work. Anyhow, so we'll discuss that issue some more. Bezrat Hashem tomorrow. Shkayach.